Porter fadeaway. What a shot! Offense was going to start clicking, but why has it been clicking? They stepped up defensively. Bill Barton's 10 to 19, three. Come on! What a shot by Barton. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winners Lounge. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? The Winners Lounge here at DNBR HQ. I thought for certain this was going to be the losers lounge. I know you. You can go ahead. Shame I made me you if put. You will. I made you put it on wax. Put yeah. it on wax. You did. And look, you've been burned by your own wax, sir. Well, I did not realize that there was going to be the key adjustment made, and that the key adjustment would would carry them from down seventeen. Well, how much were they down at the most? Seventeen. Seventeen. Eighteen. I think it was nineteen. Wasn't it? Was or twenty? Twenty-one. That felt like a thousand. <laughs> we'll just say a thousand. And they rallied all the way back to get this one. What a game! This post-game show might go until 3 o'clock in the morning. How Let's many straight winner's this. lounges is this, though? This is, What are you doing? These are all the what winners. What the hell are you doing? Oh, get, Come on. Get out of here. No, no, get he, out he of made, here. That was not predictive in any way. He's asking us. It was just, actually an honest, earnest question. How I'm many in actually a row? actually curious. How many straight winner's That's lounges like all, is this? Four or five? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've yep. been in the winner's yeah. lounge quite a bit. Um, I am, of course, your host, Adam Mattis. I'm joined by D-Line Co., Eric Weedham. Yes. And also by Harrison Wynn. What's up? Um... I don't even know where to start. Oh, first I want to tell you we're presented by Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's. Best food, best fast casual food in all of the state of Denver area, and dare I say, in all of the world. And what do they have? The stir. The stir. Home of the stir, which is Are the we really going to do this again? No, we're not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get some new material. We lose right? all our viewers <laughs> if we talked about the stir. Just so you know, send us. Uh, go ahead and send us in your questions via Periscope or via Twitter, and also vote in our poll. We want to know who the game ball was. There's no shortage of candidates for tonight's game ball. You've got Malik Beasley, yes. who was incredible. Incredible. Turn the game. Change the game. Malik Beasley played the Michael Porter Jr. role of last night. You know We're, who else played the Michael Porter Jr. role? Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr. Jr. No, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, Malik Beasley's run that he went on, like yeah. in the second half, that was similar to MPJ's run in the second half last night. Yeah, it was incredible. That incredible. changed the game. That's you know, what changed the game. I mean, Jokic had a very uh, ho hum. What were the? Who has the numbers in front of him? I'm just now uh, pulling them up. I have the internet. Well, ooh, that's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> fancy. You got all of that just at the, your fingertips here. I do. I have all. Jokic with 23, 12, and eight. So just a, a casual. And he did have the eight turnovers. You got Michael Porter Jr. Jokic didn't barely scored in the first half, too. And then the unsung hero, Will Barton, 31 points, five rebounds, seven assists. Just just a casual 31 points. By playing point guard for the entire second half. Played out of position, or maybe he is a point guard. Who knows? And yeah. then on top of that, knocked down some ridiculous shots. Dude, some Rid- cold-blooded threes. Some Col- like absolute threes that Denver had to have. Had to have. Late that, in that fourth and overtime. That last uh, three he made in overtime was an absolute... Assassin. That was an assassin. Dead killer three. This was such a gutsy performance from Will Barton. 43 minutes. Gutsy performance. Like, handled the ball the entire second half, took one big shot after another. Yeah. What a, what a performance. I don't know if it was enough for the game ball, but. That's what's crazy. Heck of a performance. I mean, I don't know. Where's your vote? My Everybody go and vote. I want to see what the fans yeah. really my, think. My vote is for Beasley, for what I just said a couple minutes ago. Okay. His hot stretch changed the momentum of the game. He was Just te- like Porter's did last night. He was a team high plus 23. Yeah, but I think that has as much to do with the guy that he replaced being a team worst minus fifteen. But we'll get to that in a bit. Who's your pick? My vote. Uh, first off, is at home in bed. Uh, get better, Brendan. We miss you. Uh, oh, is that a play on vote? My vote. Okay. Yeah, that's my vote. Oh, but my vote. my uh, selection for game ball is definitely Beasley. I mean that he was a he as cold blooded as Barton was. Like 
Beasley came in and hit the shots when we were just down in the worst way. There was no hope. He really revived the team and like got people to believe again. Yeah, Barton helped finish this game off. Beasley helped put Denver in the position to Absolutely. finish it off. Yeah, I mean, we were dead in the water. We were all... yeah. I'm going to go to Barton. I, Beasley was incredible. They, look, it's funny when you say, well, we, you don't win this game without Beasley. You don't win the game without all four of those guys we just mentioned. I mean, they no all did some incredible things. I mean, you don't win this game without Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley. He's not even – did he make the Final Four? No. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. You got, you got Beasley, Jokic. Barton, Jokic, Porter. Oh, geez, that's incredible. Yeah. There are a lot well, of candidates. Well, it was incredible. Um, all right, so let's get into this. Uh, fantastic game. You got the entire spectrum of emotion in this game. Oh, man, you had <laughs> there was, everything. There was a lot of anger. Yeah. There was a lot yeah. of uh-huh. like bitterness and resentment. But bad then there feelings was early on. Right? Lots of bad feelings early on. <laughs> but there was also some like great feelings of like pure and total excitement, unbridled joy. I know. I felt like not only did we learn about a lot about the Nuggets tonight. We learned a lot about each other. We did learn a lot about ourselves <laughs> and about each other. I do feel like we all grew a little bit. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I grew tonight. No. I think I took oh, a few God. steps backwards. Without question, no. I, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fun was I to watch the game with tonight? Well, what is that? Is that an absolute scale or a relative scale? I think it's relative. So in an absolute scale, obviously you're, you always rate very, very low. On a relative <laughs> scale, uh, I would say just the uh, roller coaster of emotions you put us all through. It was fun. It was fun. I can't say. I mean, I certainly didn't enjoy it but my heart was beating <laughs> it was fun we were standing up for the entire oh my god fourth quarter for sure i was gonna say second half but we were definitely not standing up on parts of the third oh quarter. we were screaming i'm kind of hungry it's like midnight <laughs> what time is it yeah, it's midnight i I'm, could I'm... go for like a smothered burrito from yeah. Wendell pizza right now the stir yeah better make sure the thing's stirred um all right so let's get into some, some of these main storylines Jokic 10 of 20 tonight he did have the eight turnovers Felt like a lot of those were very, very early on. I think there were literally seven in the first quarter. It might have been. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not even a, kidding. Like, there was some real ugly, what's going on, forcing angles or oh, whatever. It was. I mean, we were all thrown into a pit of despair very early on when it seemed like the Nuggets were going to be not the Nuggets of last year, but the Nuggets of like years past, where they just absolutely cannot rise to the occasion. Well, Jokic was super frustrated in the first half. Yeah, like, he couldn't really get his own offense going because he was getting double teamed the whole first half. He was making and hence the, the turnovers. I yeah. think like there, he, he was trying to make something out of nothing. Like there wasn't great off ball movement. I didn't think from who was out there with him in that first half he was kicking it out to open shooters guys were hitting shots and that kind of boiled over for him late in the second when he got that technical and almost got kicked out of the game but he found a rhythm in the third because guys were hitting shots what a concept (laughs) that changed everything and you look at it tonight Jokic 44 minutes Will Barton 43 minutes the other starters Torrey Craig 17 Jeremy Grant 27 Monte Morris 25 they were replaced the bench plus Barton and, and Jokic yeah. with the better lineup, which surprise, surprise, this is this is to me it really is one of the talking points because it's been three years now that we that you have seen what works with Jokic, yeah. namely a lot of shooting. Now defensively, good you need good defensive players to make it viable. Otherwise, you're just an offensive team. Yeah. So the trick is you got to find some guys that have some something to provide on offense, cutting, rebounding, shooting, whatever. But they have to be able to defend. But given the choice between a defender who can't, who is a liability on offense, or a liability on defense who can shoot, I always think you go to the offensive option because moments like this, they've just happened time and time again. And we've talked about this so much with this team, but tonight was a great example. Once this team gets going on offense, they buy it on defense. Yeah, it's exactly what happened tonight in the second half. Well, Denver's offense was crap for the entire first half. They were crap on defense. Once they saw a few shots go through the rim. They dug in their heels on defense. What's ironic is that if you look at the 
two quarters that stand out the most when you just look at the box score. In the fourth quarter, the Nuggets scored 40 points. They settled in on their rotate. They settled in on a lineup. Yeah. And that lineup was the Jokic Plumley lineup, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Will Barton running point. And then you had Beasley and Porter, which is that's just a great offensive lineup. Right. They scored 40 points in the fourth quarter. And I th- they actually began in, I believe, the third. Maybe it was the fourth. Was it the fourth that that lineup came in? It must have been the fourth. This game was so long. But the other quarter <laughs> that stands out is the first. Denver went with the quote-unquote defensive option. we got to put our defenders out on the court. They give up 34 points in that first quarter. Yeah. And they scored 19. Well, Tor- it's a little predictable. It, it, it was not good. It was not good. Tory Craig good. has had some great defensive moments this year. He was not effective on defense. Not so at all. he's a good player. But this yeah. is not a referendum on Tory Craig. It's but, a ref or, right. or Jeremy Grant, who's the other piece of the yeah. puzzle. But how do you feel about you put Porter in the starting unit and then you have to have Tory on the second unit? Does I that think make the works. second unit? It, it works the, if much you here, do here, it right. Here's why: your offense in the first unit is giving the ball to Jokic both in pick and roll and on the block. If you give it to him on the block, they're just going to help off of Tory, and then you're, the right play is to kick it to him, and he's just got to make something of it. Not only does he not shoot the ball well usually, but he doesn't like to do that. I mean, right. he misses one or two. He's just done shooting. Whereas in the second unit, you're going to run the pick and roll with Monte and Mason, and, mm-hmm. and his, his, the people, his offense is a little bit less important, and the defense isn't necessarily like helping off of him to stop the other option. So. Yeah, it's, man, it's brutal. So we, had this, we started this game down three starters – and two of the fill-ins had just brutal nights, Grant and Craig. Brutal. Right. Really brutal. Oh. Well, that, I mean, that's just a testament to how good this team is. For sure. They can Mon- have the first half they had and, and still be in position to win this game. Interesting night for Monty as well. Three, three, 11 points, three rebounds, three assists. He didn't play a ton of minutes, which is surprising. Yeah. We thought this was going to be the Monte and P.J. Dozier show. And those, as you mentioned, Malone went to Will Barton at point. Right. Well, I feel like Monte is going to be more effective when he's got the regular other four starters in there. Yeah. Like, it's tough to really ask him to, like, fill in for Jamal when you've got Jeremy Grant and Torrey Craig in that starting unit. I bet Monte is going to be a lot better when he's got Gary or, or Malik, yeah. you know, Will, Paul Millsap, and Jokic. Like, that's just a much more fruitful lineup. Yeah, for I, I'm pretty surprised that P.J. Dozier got the hook so quickly. He was in for seven minutes. He Again, was, he was De- Denver good, was down 15 yeah. points at the end of the first. And we've seen this with Michael Porter Jr. early in the year when yeah. the, I think you go into it with a mindset of, okay, we want to give him 25 minutes tonight. Oh, we're down 15. That's out the window because we got to claw back. So I think he was the victim of circumstance a little bit more than how he played. But let's talk about Michael Porter Jr. Because he let's is on a tear it. right now. Six oh. of 10 tonight. Some big time. When the game turned, he was right in the center of it. Are you? Are we getting close to him averaging 15 points over these four games? Oh, man, what did he get? Oh, 18. <laughs> so I came up just short. You probably were closest because it wasn't me. They yeah, lost you, that first you game. You lost the very first game. Uh, it wasn't Brendan. Jamal yeah. Murray is out. Let me just do a little what, math. What, was, what were the, you doing? Well, hold, on, hold on. Let me just do a little math. Oh, so well, I said this that. This is going to be so fun. I said I that Nikola Jokic. doing math in real time. I, w- I said Nikola Jokic would score over 30 points for the next four, and he scored not 30 points in even one of those games. So <laughs> let me do. He should have had 30 How did not get 30 uh, <laughs> the worst part is that when I made that prediction, you all looked at me like, "What, what a cowardly prediction!" Like, <laughs> obviously, this is going to come into play. He didn't. So. Right? Yeah, that was a really bad take. Our half court heave was uh, Atlanta Hawk oh, Birdman esque. Yeah, you know what though, MP- Bird person MPJ. If it weren't for that Cleveland game when he played three minutes, would have blown. <laughs> we ready? Go for it. Are we ready? Go for it. Not that crazy. 
it's not right. It's, it's not, accurate, not right, but it's but not it's crazy. not that crazy. Well, isn't that the same thing? It's crazy because it's not right. I mean, it's <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know, you can see a path there in, in a very short yeah, amount yeah. of time. So here's what's weird. He now has three game. Not that the game ball is the ultimate measure of how well a player. <laughs> what are support. you talking about? It yeah. is the ultimate <laughs> measure. But the DNVR game ball, he has now. He now has three, which I believe is the third most behind Murray and Jokic. And he's only played in half the games, and he's only played half the minutes in in those games that he has played. He has been one of the most important pieces on the roster. He's probably been the second best player more often over the last 10, 11 games than than any other player on the yeah, roster. Yeah, are we saying he is the second best healthy player on the Nuggets? No, 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 no. We're t- Murray just got hurt this last game. MPJ, if we look at starting with the Sacramento game, I believe that was the first one. If you just go from that game forward right. and on a permanent basis because he's just not playing the amount of minutes, I think he might be. When he is scoring – think about the games where his scoring, Indiana – he started scoring eight of ten from the back. field, eleven of twelve from the field, seven of ten from the field. What was he tonight? Six uh, of ten. Six yeah. of ten from the field. Yeah, I mean he was his his, <laughs> his jumper. His and one, of the, and one of his misses was like a perfect. It was like an, an, right. an important miss because it was like a perfect miss to to Plumlee or Just with how good MPJ has. <laughs> yeah, gone. thrill. Oh, uh, we ha- we have uh, <laughs> producer uh, Gus is, is telling us Gus. thrill, and, and he's right. And, you, and look yeah. again. That's. This is sort of the point. A guy. <laughs> Gus. <laughs> producer Gus. Our 90-year-old producer, <laughs> Gus. Our producer, Gus. Nice work, Adam. Changing his teeth. <laughs> we're going okay, sorry, sorry. to have to be Gus from now on, guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. With how much better Port- Porter's got over the last month, what the heck is this guy going to look like in two months? My God. He is the most exciting part about this season. And, you know, I am... Everybody knows I'm a I'm a I'm a Jokic guy. Like I've just I've been on that train. I think he's I think he's an incredible player. Yeah, I'm skeptical, and, and I think because of that, maybe people think like I like to hype this guy or that guy. But I'm not. There's not a lot of players I've really hyped outside mm-hmm. of that. Obviously, Murray, I've, I've had my issues with or whatever. And MPJ, I think has it. I and when I say has it, I don't mean like some like existential factor. He just has so much talent that can be leveraged in so many ridiculous ways. And on top of that, I think he is an incredible Jokic player. He's got length. He's got athleticism. I I talked about this, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in the Jeremy Grant section. He's an incredible offensive rebounder. And I think that's so important. He had a couple tonight, too. Oh, yeah. Big ones. Yeah. Momentum-changing ones. But, you know, the funny thing is, if I told you he averaged 10 rebounds two seasons from now, you know, as he starts to get more and more minutes and gets into the player he's going to be. Is he playing alongside Jeremy Grant? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunity there. No, I think just playing alongside Jokic. I mean, one of the things that I believe that Jokic provides to the offensive end of the court is he just stretches the defense out, Mm -hmm. just stretches them out beyond what's their comfort zone. If you have shooters, that works because that's all you need. There is no rebound. You're just draining threes. Just a dead-eye shooter. But if you don't, you still stretch the defense out so much that they are at a, a, a severe disadvantage to get the offensive rebound. And if you have guys going for it, then you know that know what they're doing there. It really works. Torrey Craig grabs a bunch. Kenneth Fareed was one of the best offensive rebounders in the game. Him and Jokic, one twenty offensive re- uh, mm-hmm. rating together. Uh, Mason Plumlee, not a great offensive talent, especially when you're talking about not letting him be a passer. You tell him go down there and grab every rebound available. And what happened tonight down the stretch? He grabbed every rebound available. <laughs> every rebound available. I think it's a um, very, very, very underrated trait when playing alongside Jokic. And Michael Porter Jr. is incredible well, at especially it. if you have that rebounding from the three spot, right? From the three spot. That's, an, that's a big added bonus, too. Huge I mean, you're talking about Fareed at the four. If you have that at the three, that's crazy. 
defensively, of course, like the, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't go, I can't go number two yet. I, I mean, he's number, incredible. He's incredible. I said it was not crazy. I said it was not crazy. It's yeah, it's almost crazy. It's not crazy. Well, here's <laughs> the here's the other thing is that I think the second best player on the Nuggets roster and the sixth best player on the Nuggets roster is like a bunch, right? There's like it's, it's a very it's, very it's close. Like, it's the Western so he, Conference. He might things. be the seventh best player on the Nuggets well, roster. I mean, but MPJ. he's very close. He, but, he's a, but he's a half game out. Yeah, exactly. He's a half game out. He's I mean, in the who, Dallas. Who, who right, right now? Who right now is the second best scorer on the Nuggets roster? Oh, Michael Jamal Porter. Murray. No, Michael Porter Jr. No. is the second best scorer. It's Michael Porter hey, Jr. When you just say scorer, yeah. How easily does this guy Wait, manufacture buckets? That's yeah, Michael Porter so Jr. You just mean like who, who can score with the most In, ease individually? Yeah, individually. Not yeah, who actually yeah, yeah it's Michael Porter Jr. He, he is a better scorer than Jamal Murray. He's a he makes it look easier. He, he's a more efficient scorer. Jamal Murray way more polished, uh, but but Michael Porter Jr. scoring these points on accident. I'm, I have yeah. a piece coming out tomorrow about. How the Nuggets have three plays that they run for him. Right. Three. They have a playbook that's like this thin. Yeah. It's like one page. <laughs> it, 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 it just says shoot it. Yeah. Um, it's like three plays. <laughs> and, and they've and actually what's interesting is they've installed this playbook uh, like 13 games ago or less. I think it was the Houston game or Sacramento. One of those games, the first time you start seeing some of these plays come in come into the playbook. And it also coincides with how awesome he's been. So I've been saying this the last couple of weeks. I cannot believe how good Porter looks already. He, he looks is so, so far beyond so where I good. thought he would be at this point in the season, his rookie year. Yeah. He is so much better as a scorer, as a rebounder, yeah. just as a guy moving in the Nuggets offense than I thought he would be at I this really point. thought – I mean, I expected him to be a dead-eye shooter, but um, he's really good taking the ball in the hole, like really good, like actually driving in and finishing. Oh, yeah, his handle is a lot better than I thought. I mean, he's still – to me, that's one area where he can really improve, and and it'll take his game mm-hmm. to the next level. But he does get to the where he Absolutely. wants to go on the court, yeah, and he finishes a at lot the rim. better. Oh, and he finishes at the rim because he's like very right, well. yeah, because he's. I mean, his length. Is... It's length. It's athleticism, and then it's, he has a weird touch. Like he's just he's very good at getting to his spot, elevating quickly, and then just kind of slowly putting the ball up. You and know, we've, just we've been up. seeing that more and more lately because at the beginning of the year he was just like a standstill shooter. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, now nervous. you can tell he's getting more comfortable and confident and taking it to the rim more. And kudos to Michael. Like I'm, I'm, everybody knows this. Malone drives me nuts. He's, I think he's an incredible coach. Yeah. I think he's the guy for Denver. I mean, this is by no means an overarching criticism, but there is one criticism I consistently have with him, and it's that he has this stubbornness about injecting defense into it. But every time he, you do that, in my opinion, with a Jokic lineup, you're not injecting defense. You're throwing a turd in the punch bowl. It's, it's not that, oh, we're going to take a look. Can you say that one again? Yeah, turd in the punch bowl. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that we're like, oh, we're going to lower the offense a little bit but raise the defense a little bit. It's we're going to completely zap the offense. Do you guys ever wonder where um, that phrase originated? A turd in the punch bowl? Oh, did, yeah. did somebody put a turd in it the punch bowl? It was some, some shitty college party. <laughs> oh wow! Is that what CU Boulder over here? Yeah, maybe the type of parties you were at, um, right? Yeah, CSU over here. Those Colorado college parties were bangers. They were they were sophisticated, if you will. A wine and cheese crowd, absolutely. My, here's another question for you, Malone. Like I said, I started that comment by saying it was you know criticism of Malone. He stuck with Michael Porter Jr. tonight. Mm, Look, it was time. it was loud. He stuck with Beasley tonight. Those are that's against his instincts, and maybe it was because Denver was down seventeen. Well, I, but who would he, who else would he stick with? Vladko Chanchar? I mean, like he, he had just, no other he option. Well, with, he could have gone back to Torrey Craig, and he didn't. Or even Jeremy, to be honest. I mean, there's just a lot of. Yeah. You're right that they didn't have a lot of I, options. My, my, my feeling is that like he was just Monte. kind of throwing people out, and they and they was working. He found so, something that stuck, yeah. and he kept rolling with it. Do you think? 
there'll be any sort of turning point in, with Michael Malone about okay, maybe this team really does. Oh. Thri- no, you <laughs> no. think you think on su- on Sunday it's like all right, yeah. Tory Craig, you're back up. Like we're doing this. We're not first quarter. Yet. It's like we've why had, offense didn't have. We've had this conversation so many times. Yeah, you're right. Well, clearly the. You all know. right, let me phrase it another way. Do you think that MPJ? I mean, this has just been like a building up, right? I mean, he's right. just been playing so consistently <laughs> okay. exciting. Do you? I mean, is he now a guy that you live with? Five awful minutes of defense, and you're just like, you know what? You have to, man. You have to. He's you pretty, absolutely tonight, have to. Tonight, defensively, he had some really and bad moments. There's through. an aspect of MPJ's game tonight that we have not mentioned, and people were kind of talking about it in the chat. His passing tonight. Oh man. Do you know how many assists MPJ had tonight? No. Five. Four. Okay, five. Wow. MPJ had 18, 10, and five tonight, along with two steals in 29 minutes. He already has a higher uh, career high in assists than uh, Kuzma. <laughs> I love that stat. That's, that's a great stat. That might be the best stat I've ever Shout seen. Shout out in to any, uh, uh, our guy Mitch for that. Was that Mitch? Yeah. Oh man, Mitchy Mitch. <laughs> oh no, I don't think it was Mitch. It was somebody else. Oh, he came shout in. out to Mitch anyway. Mitch came, yeah. in, Mitch came in with the two, but um, uh, somebody had MPJ. Had I can't believe order. you didn't credit the greatest stat of all time. Has just now gone to somebody else. Do you have your reads ready? You want to go to a break for a quick read? Yeah, we can hit a read. We'll Every, everybody send in your questions, though. We want to talk about whatever it is a you want to talk about. A lot of people complaining about my collar on this Patagonia. This is not like a collar. This is the pullover. Guys, chill. <laughs> people are complaining about the collar? Yeah, they're thinking I have like a popped collar. Can I say <laughs> You look very bolder is what it yeah. is. This is like a peak boulder guys, right chill here. chill in the chat, man. Come on. You're going to get some kombucha You know what, later. guys? Don't chill in that chat. Let them have it. Let them ride your bike. All right. Well, we got to talk about Strava Crap. Or Strava not Strava? We're not going Strava? We're going to talk about Breck Brew oh, for Breck. a little bit here. Breck Brew. I had a couple of Colorado cores during the game. Not yeah? Gonna, not going uh, to hide that here. Not afraid, not Are afraid you going? to admit Oh, that. United and Orange. D-Line's pulling out a tall boy. A tall boy? Wow, it's a little late for the tall boy, I guess. You can call me D-Line when I'm here. I mean, I, it's like, you don't think? It's like a grown man being called Spike. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, check out Breck Brew, though. Great partner of ours over here at DNVR. Freaking love Breck. I do love Breck Brew. Amazing car. Every time I drink a Breck Brew, I feel like I'm like doing something good for the world. Also, Piper Electric has been serving the Denver metro area since 1983 through a commitment to customer service and team performance. Piper Electric, the hometown electrical contractor you can trust. If you call 303-646-6765, they will give you the DNVR hookup, save you 20% off of your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. I feel like you're staring at me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Am I making you nervous? Getting stared at here. I w- you know what I was? Don't mess up that read. Yeah, no, I was actually sitting here thinking about Charles Barkley and how how much thought he put into that take before he said it. Because my guess is it's just a thing that... Oh, the MPJ I, take? Say, I love Charles Barkley. I love the TNT oh, show. I love the extemporaneous way he just talks about the NBA. Oh, where it's like completely ex- no filter. Exactly. He, his takes are as hot and ridiculous as mine are. And that's like uh, <laughs> that's all I look for in a highly paid... Yeah. And, and exa- well, it's true, though, because he's very entertaining. And people get mad like, well, he's inaccurate with this. That's like, dude... Accur- yeah, we want my- accuracy. We want to be accurate. We uh, we know this team intimately, and mm-hmm. we want our takes to be predictive. And you're wrong you don't all go to the Charles time. Barkley for accuracy, but you do go to him for fun, and you know yeah. what? It was fun. That's what I'm saying. Like you, that look- conversation we had about whether or not Michael Porter Jr. is the second best player was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah but there's like so many people that are Thanks, so Chuck. deeply well informed that are just so wrong when it comes to predicting what's going to happen. It's very easy to catalog what has happened. Oh sure, yeah. But I like a hot take. What's you like a hot take? <laughs> well, give us one hot take about uh, this game. Uh, one hot take about this game. Um, 
Is it is it a hot take to say that Nikola Jokic is a good basketball player? All right, I'm going to continue with the game. Winner, I want to say that. Hold on. Hold on. No, you're, you're, you're more the read? I think we move past the read. You cut me off. I think we move past the read. Call Piper Electric, 303-646-6765. That is not a hot take. 20% off your next service call. His game tire at the end of regulation was probably his most casual game tying shot of it. And Jokic? which is saying oh, something. God. He just kind of walked to the rim and laid it up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he has Great become play call by Michael Malone. Astute play call. Give the ball to him in the post. Give the ball to Jokic just somewhere on the left side of the floor. Uh, well he's just like transformed into his final like Pokemon monster form where Nikola Jokic is unstoppable at the rim if he wants to be. He will his shot will go up. I've never once thought that we were going to get a muscly yoke, and I still don't. But prior to like two months ago, I would have said the odds were zero percent. I'm up to like there's five percent. Five percent. He start. He looks very good. He's very spelt. He seems to be taking it like look, like, he, look like glint in your eye. I, I know it's so true. It gives me hope that I too can get in shape someday. Well, I, I, there, there goes the glint. Which <laughs> yeah, it's all gone. No, but he uh <laughs> he uh he seems to be. This a monster say, embracing this like slimmed down version of himself. He's attack like he's making quick moves. He's trying to like take people off the dribble and just do like quick guards, like quick ball. My favorite stuff. Jokic plays over the last couple of games. I don't think he had one tonight, but it's where he gets a rebound and just sprints down the floor and just absolutely body somebody in the post. So great. He did that against Charlotte and the game before. The Twitter poll is in. Apparently, there is a Twitter poll out about whether you're wearing a popped collar. <laughs> this and, is a uh, Patagonia. That, well, this is not a popped collar. Oh, this is God. a pullover. Could there be anything better than company-sponsored cyberbullying? Oh, this I love is great. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into the questions. Send us your questions. Keep them coming. You get that. Let's get a. Let's let's. Oh, the mailbag. We have a. Yeah, put throw up the mailbag, uh, Gus. <laughs> Come on, Gus. <laughs> we got a lot of comments here. I read. Uh, oh, electric. <laughs> I read reads like the Terminator. Adam reads reads. Reads like plump, like Mason Plumley shooting a free throw. <laughs> I accept. I accept. It's from our guy Mitch too. What'd you say? You can talk as loud as you want. Oh, yeah. Mailbag okay. graphic is up. It oh, looks yeah. beautiful. It does look beautiful. Good job, good, D-line. Good job, D-line. Co. <laughs> Could you call me Eric, please? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. I can't. Uh, let's see here. Would OKC take Grant back for Gallo? Probably not. Oh. It also it would be weird. <laughs> I don't. Both I was, teams actually, that'd be a great. That trade. would be hilarious. That yeah. would be a perfect trade. Both teams being like, you know, oh uh, yeah, yeah, Mia culpa. It's almost like getting married, divorced, yeah. remarried, remarried, divorced, but back sending back to, to the previous marriage. Yeah, yeah, because really you weird. had like a bad marriage in between, and then you you realize but what you both, both are partners missing. divorcing and sending the spouses back to the previous partner. Yeah, yeah. If the Nuggets could get Gallo for their tradable assets, they might win the West. I'll just say that. I was really heavily on the let bring let's bring Gallo back to Denver train, sure. and then we played the Thunder, and he was the worst that I've ever seen. He, he has been having a great season. He was god awful that god game for awful. whatever reason. I know. I, I you, know, you know why? Because he can only play at an elite level for about two months total before he breaks down. That's and why Denver would be the perfect place for him. Play him ten minutes a game. Exactly. <laughs> you don't think and, it's because he until ate, the playoffs because he ate like uh, ten pounds of pasta at Vic Lombardi's house before the game. <laughs> Absolutely. Why? But I'm just saying he gets here and you just have to be like, hey man, we just need you to work your way into your peak form by April, and then we need you for like two hundred total minutes. Okay. This I is love a, Gal. He's good. Yeah. This is a great question. Uh, Cracker Jack five two seven. Was this a Malik Beasley trade value game that forces Tim Conley to try to keep him in the great? Qu- whose who's question is this? Uh, Cracker Jack five two seven. Because I was telling you guys this. Like, can you just imagine the text messages pouring into Tim Conley's cell phone right now? What guy is? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. ringing off yeah. the hook. Phones ringing off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right that the phones have to be. Beasley's has the Nuggets have not been great on national television, but yeah. Beasley has because I think Beasley's good, and also because Denver gets down on national television, and you put in Beasley, and they he brings him back. Mm-hmm. I do like the idea that uh, GMs are just watching national tele- national yeah. television. <laughs> the only one. They don't have any other. <laughs> no, I, no. What it is? It's it's your owner who only watches the national <laughs> yeah, that television. Is, oh. He's like, hey, uh, Sean Marks, get this guy. Yeah. All this all this did for me is just. Put me in a place where like we just can't, why do we have to get why can't this we is, keep this Beasley? is where I wanted yeah, to go with this, 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 this is where I wanted to go with this we have made we have sort of considered this a like this is a done deal Beasley's gone and I still do but here's what's interesting again the, criticizing Malone for a specific thing doesn't mean I'm criticizing him in aggregate but I do think there's an alternative world where like Mike D'Antoni or Steve Kerr coaches this team and Malik Beasley is a huge part of that mm-hmm. a huge part of it. He's not in what Michael Malone has is built. And by the way, the Nuggets are not 29 and 12. Michael Malone has built a fantastic team and a fa- you know, fantastic identity. But on nights like tonight, you do think like, man, Beasley really looks good out there next to Yoke almost every time we watch him. My thing with Beasley and Wancho, like the most likely guys to get traded here, I have been wondering like, if you can't get a first rounder for, for one of them, you hold on to Beasley and you trade Wancho because Beasley's a guy who could, I don't know if he will, he could help you in a playoff series. But what Wancho is, is not going to help you in a what playoff is, what, series. What does Wancho even net you, though? That is I think you can get a, maybe a pick for him. Which like pick? Second, second rounder. An early second. Which is, you know what's so sad about that is that he was drafted in the first round, which means right. all of his time in the he NBA was the 15th has, just, overall pick. has been hey, just a slide back. He gave us the shimmy. I love that he shimmy. He gave us the block. He gave us the, the the Warriors win that one year where he had 27 out of nowhere. He and he's also a good player. I still believe it. <laughs> I do too, actually. Wancho's another example where you can imagine a team that would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, him and Jokic, let's build that over four years and let's build it into something good. Let's turn him into a good defensive player. Can we trade him? Rather first? than not play him because he's not one or whatever. Yeah. But I do wonder because I do think Beasley not playing really at all this season consistently has sunk his trade value considerably. Oh, I don't. I don't. I think it's sunk it. No, and I don't think I think has. if Denver would have traded him last year, they would have got a first-round pick. Before tonight, I'm not sure if Denver could have gotten a first-round pick for him. The nice thing about Beasley's skill set is that literally every team needs it. Shooting is just the thing that every single team needs. Well, that's another th- like the, just the concept of like where he was drafted. I mean, he can't be worse off than where we were, he was drafted, right? And he's drafted at nineteen. You're at saying, 19, yeah. Like he's got to be worth more than the nineteenth pick now. Yes. Oh, for sure, for sure. I oh, think yeah. it's more well, about draft sucks. Too. It's more about if we get into you get into the playoffs and everybody's I don't healthy. Trade him. I know. I'm, I'm. I'm. Honestly, I'm moving more and more with. I you. don't want to trade him. I think that Denver has already sort of moved into that direction, and hopefully his value is just so high. But you know what? With all of these injuries that are out, Denver did this last year, and they had a lot of success with it. Just go offensive. Go offensive. You don't have Millsap. You don't have Gary Harris. You don't have Jamal Murray. You're not going to be a top defense over these next few games. But you know what you can do? You can put up 40 points in the fourth quarter of a close game on a second night of a back-to-back after your guys have already played 40 minutes that night. Yeah. Because. You've got Jokic and a bunch of shooters. Yeah, I hope. Let me let me before we move on from from Firecracker's uh, question here or Cracker Cracker Jack, Cracker Jack's question. Cracker Jack Fire. Close enough. He, what what is what are the odds? Is there any universe in which Gary Harris gets moved and oh, Malik Beasley is just like you know what? Now we have room to keep him and make him. Um, a part of the team. I think if things played out differently earlier this season that could have been a scenario but at this point i don't there's two weeks before the trade deadline yeah. three weeks i don't see it no. if beasley plays like tonight but for three weeks Buy low, sell high. What do you get in return for Gary? so 
Guys saying buy low. Mitch wants high. to see guys fit. He was commenting on all our fits. He wants to see uh, guys fit in front what of the camera. Well, guy looks great. Yeah. Guy's a stylish guy. I look more bolder than you do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Did, the Vans. I'm wearing Vans too. I, don't, I didn't. I was. I was not privy to what the comments on my fit was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great shirt. <laughs> oh. Great shirt. Thank oh. You, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's get back into the question. I like that one. The, I think Malik Beasley is going to hang over the conversation for the next three weeks, and I think when and if he is traded, it is going to sting really badly. It's going to be horrible. Uh, the one thing that we can take a little solace in is that. According to the poll, Harrison is wearing a popped collar. I'm definitely not. This is <laughs> well, just no, I, not no, a pop. It's listen, not a collar. This is not even. It's not even. A, it's just. I, <laughs> listen, you, that's what the people well, whatever. say. Whatever. You guys are wrong. <laughs> like you, could, you look like a rock climber. Let's, go, let's keep going. Um, Slick the Rick posted this one. Does Porter get a 50 point game before Murray now? We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Got, well, we, we talked about who has more in total at the end of their career. Oh, first of all, I'm going with MPJ as more in total because yeah, I our, just can't I imagine him, last him not scoring that. I went with him last time. Uh, he absolutely – well, man, this this is a question about how he gets used, right? Who? Uh, MPJ. Does he you get, know what's funny, Does he though? get a long enough lead? Does he have the opportunity? Oh, this year? Yeah. He's not going to have the opportunity this year. I, I, the I, only push, way back. Would, I push back. I push back. I, yeah. He is. I, I Malone, might push back a little, too. Malone, <laughs> Malone is, is stubborn. He's slow. But there, I do think there is a bit of a method to his madness on that kind of stuff. And, like, look, he has sort of let the leash go a little bit longer and a little bit longer. I just – we're only at the halfway point. Tonight was the halfway point. Yep. Isn't that weird? Tonight is the halfway point, and he's up to, what, 18 minutes per game over the last 15 or so? Another half season, he might be up to 25, 28, and playing 33 on some nights when he has it And going. there are going to be more nights like this where Denver's either A, banged up, or B, resting, guys, yeah. where he'll have you know. I don't know about a 50-point game because 50 is very, 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 very rare. Don't you guys love the You Den- know what the Nuggets? There's only, Nuggets only had like eight or nine or ten 50-point games. Andre not- Miller, one of them. <laughs> don't you guys love the Denver Nuggets? I do. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, let's see here. Ashman. Is MPJ a starter next year? Ash? <laughs> Ash, okay. Ash, man. <laughs> important, point important, very, uh, important point of clarification. Important point of clarification. I got that H. What did he ask? Is, <laughs> you didn't even hear the question. Started. You didn't even hear the question. MPJ a starter is MPJ next year? A starter? Next year? Next year. To me, I think he is. I think he is, too. I think so there's no what, doubt about what it. What happens? Does that mean no Millsap? What does that mean? No, no I, think, I think what happens is either... Gary Harris gets moved, and Bart moves to the two, or you bring back everybody, and Bart moves to the bench. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the dis- the scenario we discussed, like yeah. Barton being the most, I mean the clearest option to go to the bench, just because he has such versatility and he's performed well there before. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Put that one on the poll vote if you're listening. <laughs> I think I think there's no question that he That'd starts. I, I I think it's actually kind of a crazy. I think it's funny that this isn't a consensus. In, in part, like Barton's really good. He easily can move to the bench or easily move to the shooting guard position, depending yeah. on how everything else shakes out. And to me, it's it, think about you're thinking about October. Think about April. Of course, he's the starter. Two two full seasons into it, well, assuming I mean, he'd be healthy. I mean, you're talking about something that's not. Again, based on absolute value, you're talking about whether or not Michael Malone feels like he, he wants to ride with his current lineup because he believes very strongly in the concept yeah, of... Let me uh, give you another thing that you're not thinking about. Let's, we're talking about basketball and Malone in there. Here's the other thing you're not thinking about. My, Michael Porter Jr. is going to put 
so many people in the stadium. Oh yeah, it, including this year already. He's gonna. He is the reason the Denver Nuggets are going to be the most popular they have been since Carmelo was here, and maybe even surpass them. Who knows? Because he is definitely He is them. ten times more popular than Nikola Jokic. Oh, without question. So he might not start. be more popular than Bol Bol though. <laughs> oh man, Bol Bol starting next year too. I can't believe Stan Kroenke's coming down from the uh, cabin and just I saying, you know what? Bol Bol. I can't. Yeah. Believe, I cannot Bol believe Bol I forgot starting. about Bol Bol. I'm so ready for the Bol Bol era. Oh, it's very enticing to think that next year we're going to go through this entire thing oh, next year. Every oh, year, Bol Bol's defense is so and annoying you, this year. And you know that. Uh, oh, but uh, there he goes and scores forty. <laughs> like, <laughs> and. Uh, Conley gets one of these guys every draft, so then every year we're just yeah. we There's have no, the consternation. You, that's why it's well, so enticing to trade for a second rounder if you're the Nuggets. Oh yeah, <laughs> they just need they don't even need a pick. They proved that last De- year. Well, Denver doesn't have one, so they don't need one. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> so we've been getting a lot of questions um, about Barton running the point tonight, Barton's chemistry in the two man game with Jokic because late in the fourth, usually the Murray Jokic pick and roll tonight it was the Barton Jokic pick and roll and. Um, Barton can certainly mm. get the ball to Nicole Jokic where he needs it. Impish grin on Adam's mm. face. Almost seems what, like wh- yeah. whatever pick and roll play he put with Jokic is incredible. <laughs> yeah. There's no, something Murray's t- really good. Murray's really, really good in the two man game with Jokic. So is Barton. So is Barton though. though. Barton is he's very, very adept at, at understanding that role and like uh, making the most of it. He's like really poised and. But co- isn't isn't the idea of Jokic ball that you get these multiple guys in the the dribble handoff or the pick and roll. I mean, but, it has been traditionally Murray, Jokic, and Harris. And Harris mm-hmm. was more of a, a handoff player than a. But you would have the three, and that's what made it so fun. Is on some possessions, actually not some, most possessions you would get all three in one possession. Right. But isn't the con like the the basis of Jokic ball like not really about the DHO as much? I mean, it, it sort of has evolved mean? into that. In that, it, that's really what it has turned into is just DHO DHO. But when the ball was really popping. It was, seems like it was really more well, about no, 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 no. Actually, here, I, I can explain this from a basketball perspective. Please do. So, Denver doesn't have guys that beat their guy off the dribble and cause a rotation, a defensive rotation. But what they have, and they didn't before have a pick-and-roll duo that could do that every time. And they still don't, in my opinion. They have guys that can really do it in the clutch, and they can do it some of the times. But when you go from one to two to three, the, and the seamless way that Denver could do that – you do one of those ones is going to happen. Not the first, maybe. Not the second, maybe. Not the third. Not the. Mm-hmm. But Denver just had the ability to do it so much that eventually you would. And once the defense got beat and had to rotate and was compromised, that's when the ball got popping, and it was boom, 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 boom. Find the open yeah. guy. Yeah. But they don't do that as much anymore. It's one pick and roll, try to exploit a mismatch, and then, and then whatever. Um, JB Denver Sports. Are we concerned at all by Monte Morris running the point? He seemed to struggle with the starters tonight. Again. <laughs> Jokic seemed to uh, yeah, struggle the with the starters tonight. tonight. Jokic struggled. Barton yeah. struggled with the starters tonight, yeah. and then they went nuclear. I don't think it, Monte to me was a casualty of a very predictable. I think Monte duo. is going to be very good with the actual starters. Oh yeah, no doubt about but, it. If it's you know Gary Barton, Millsap, Jokic, Monte will be very good with that group. I think. I'm so curious. You guys make the joke about Malone not changing. I'm curious. It was such a loud thing that happened tonight that I. Do you uh, think tonight could be a tipping point? A little one, yeah. A little one. I think it could, for one, it, you kill a couple birds with one stone. One, you get what I think to be a better lineup in there. But two, you, you're wanting to find minutes for MPJ. Well, there, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what interesting. What else we got? I mean, a lot of people are pushing back on the Beasley trade, and I, I mean, this, I, I get why they are. Yeah, nights like this. Are you kidding me? 
this this draft also sucks. So I mean, like if you get a first rounder two years from now, maybe you look for that. But maybe you know what you fan just bases don't care about is is draft picks two years from now. It's like the toughest yeah, sell there is. It's is, a tough sell for sure. But know. maybe you hold on to them. Um, maybe you get a player though. I mean, we we're dancing around this, but there's always a chance that Denver brings somebody in that actually adds to the team this season. I talked about this yesterday. Denver has, I think, six players who are free agents this year. Yeah, meaning that they need to sign six, and they have one open spot, so they need to sign seven guys this off season. Tim Conley in the front office might look at that and say, man, that's really tough. It's hard to sign seven guys, mm-hmm. especially good players. Well, let's, so, let's play a little game. Paul Millsap, is he back next year? Yes. Jeremy Grant, yes. is he back next year? Torrey Craig, is he back? No. Mason Plumley, is he back next no. year? Um, who else? Wancho, Beasley is he back? Beasley and Wancho, no. Beasley, so that, no. So the, and that's the whole list. So two of those guys are back, and in my mind, there'll be four or five spots there with no draft picks. Maybe they get a draft but. But trying to get even three guys in free agency can be very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you you don't get your first pick, your second pick, and that's when you only have one free agent to pursue, let alone three or four. So I could see Denver making a trade that brought in a player that you're not going to love, but it's a guy that can play both this year and next year 15 minutes a game. Yeah, somebody like who's under contract <laughs> for a couple more years. Get excited, Nuggets Nation. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's not going to be this guy, I don't think, but like a Jay Crowder type, you know, that's like, okay, he's mm-hmm. solid. He's going to give you good He's minutes. just a guy who can eat up minutes for the next couple of years. Eat up 15 to 20 yeah. minutes a night off the bat. We thought that was Grant. <laughs> yeah, we thought that was Grant. And you know what? It so still could be I'm Grant. Fire, uh, yes. I'm firing off this take about Grant and why I think that it's going to be difficult to find a work around him. But the truth is that it is too early to know. And, you know, there are reasons to think that he can grow into a role with Denver. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, another one from Cracker Jack. I like this guy's questions. Are you guys getting close to being done with Gary Harris in terms of his availability and injury history and probably just his overall play on the offensive end this year? He Where was, are we at with Gary? He was so good before he got hurt. The game before he got hurt. Oh, the one game. For one game. I, was like, I don't know. It was a tough year, man. Uh, no, I mean, I saw I, – I, That's the. this is the tough thing with Gary, right? Like, I saw the Gary I wanted to see, and then he was then taken he was from taken me. From, he was yeah. taken from me. So – I the mean, basketball gods are really cruel. I don't know, man. I'm really big on chemistry. Me too. Like, I really just mm-hmm. think it's it's that it you know in the world of fantasy basketball and fantasy sports in general, you just have this concept of just putting somebody in and then they they get 19 points, so that's better, whatever. But these players have to trust one another and want to travel with one another and be in good moods and like all of this like weird esoteric stuff that you can't really understand and explain away. And I think there's just like it's, it's valuable to have people that want to play together. And so I, I'm not like I, I don't want to get rid of Gary either. I it seems to me like I feel there is a better chance that Gary Harris can get healthy and stay healthy, at least when it matters and play like 2017 Gary. than there is that Denver's going to package Gary for a player that can do that. Yeah. The thing In about other words, Gary it's better to grow what you got. The thing, yeah, the thing about Gary, is like, you know. he's way more valuable to the Nuggets, and he's way better on the Nuggets, I think, than he's going to be on most of the other teams in the league. That's true. Like, yeah, like, do you get uh, value commiserate with what he brings to Denver yeah. in a player back? Do, do other teams value him in the way that our front office does? It's also fair, if both for the Nuggets, but also for a trade partner to say, okay, he was awesome for two years. Then he had an injury, and then he kept having injury after injury after injury, and he hasn't been good, or he hasn't been as good. Maybe he has an injury that just never fully healed, or that whatever injury it had has zapped him of something. I mean, I know this. I don't. I always hate comparing myself to professional athletes. Cause I'm the furthest thing from a professional yeah. athlete. No, no, no. I'm won, the well, you, we won a summer league championship. A we did. Years we ago. did. We did. But I injured my knee, and 
while I wasn't like training like a pro athlete, it took something from me that never came back. And I think with Gary, he's so good about his body. But if it's like a te- like a you know a core muscle injury that sometimes it's just hard to be like to get that yeah. back to 100 percent. Maybe I don't know. I'm still a believer in Gary, and I think he can turn around still. Me too. I think he can turn around, but he has not shot the ball well for two years. I think now. I think he's I, the only thing I have about Gary Harry that I don't love is I do think he's too short. Uh, why don't we check in with our polls that we okay? That we put Let's do out. it. Um, so the first one. Then what a break! God, it, this game was incredible. You know, the first one. Uh, would you have started MPJ over Craig tonight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that the poll? Oh yeah. Well, I love I love a poll after the fact, right? Because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna be like, no, I would not. This is like that uh, SNL sketch. The like, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Like, it's all, all the honest code. Uh, I would have still played Tory Craig tonight, but I wouldn't. Yeah, have started well, seventy eight percent point four agree with us. Um, Tory Craig is the fall. The funny thing about Malone is he does have value. Just Malone is using him in the worst possible value, in my opinion. Um, let's see. Uh, next poll question: Charles Barkley just predicted MPJ to be the Nuggets' second best player by the end of the season. We did talk about that. And what would you say, yes or no? You would by say, the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, by the end of the season. I didn't see I, that part of it. The, this is a weird question because I do think he can be on games and and on a lot of games, but I think on the games he's not, he's going to be the ninth best player. And when you average that out, it ends up becoming lower than, say, Jamal, who's going to be the second best player on some nights and the fourth best player on mo- other nights. I'm going to need a yes or no. I'm going to say no. Okay. But uh, next year, yes. I'm going to say no, too. So audience disagrees. Uh, 60% say well, yes. Well, <laughs> I, I, Again, the audience the is feeling this like great performance by him. <laughs> uh, here's, a, a, here's a more reasonable poll question. Is MPJ the best player that's ever lived? Answers are yes or too soon to be sure. Definitely, definitely too soon to be sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's find out together. I'm going to go say yes. Okay. okay. Best player that's ever lived, and 68% agree. Ooh. Shocker! Wow, <laughs> shocker. Let's see. This one comes from uh, Rye Duke. If Wancho continues to struggle, any chance they bring him back on a cheap deal with an open roster spot? I don't see it. Do you see it, Wancho? Yeah, on a cheap deal. Yeah, I mean, how, I, how I, cheap? I, no, I. Yeah, it depends on how cheap. I mean, if you have an open roster spot like we might suspect Denver has, and it's just like, well, we could have him. And but if Wancho has two contracts that are uh, around similar in value, where, what do you think he chooses? I think, I think probably elsewhere. I, I do think he would like being in Denver be, with alongside his buddy Jokic, but I think a guy like that sees you want you only get one chance to play in the nba and and i think for him he has to feel like he didn't really get his so if he gets another one like that's it you got to take it well here's yeah. like a more important question would you rather have the hernan gomez brothers on your team or multiple plumleys well there are plumley bl- brothers you know there and there are hernan gomez definitely brothers definitely there are hernan gomez brothers <laughs> okay i don't think that's close you know M- mason plumley and miles marshall 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 yeah do we uh, go to break? Who would win in a pickup game between D-line and a sick vote versus Harrison and Mars? What? <laughs> how, did, how did you drop I, those teams? I, don't, I didn't yeah, drop them. Mitch drew them up. Wow, man. That's really not how you do wow. uh, <laughs> It would probably be Mars and D-line versus me and vote. You, I, I, listen, I, uh, I'm sneaky athletic. Oh, he is, actually. I can attest to this. Okay. Well, I'll tell sneaky you, like, athletic. Well, I think I Mars would athletic. win, though. Yeah, Mar. I, it really doesn't matter. No matter what the teams yeah, are, Mars wins. Shaq and Big Country versus <laughs> Monte Morris, Joe Harris. All right, let's take a quick break. <laughs> Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. 
Locally owned and operated with over 1,000 varieties of beers, they have wines from around the world, fine single malts, and rare whiskeys. Download their app today and use promo code FIRST10, F-I-R-S-T-10, to receive 10% off your purchase of $25 or more. This offer ends on January 31st. They have two convenient locations in Centennial and Highlands Ranch, or you can get your purchase conveniently delivered to your door. Remember, that's code F-I-R-S-T-10, FIRST10, to receive 10% off of your first order of $25 or more. Can we talk about the Jokic Plumley combo, front court combo? Jokic Plumley? Yeah, like, why, why that worked for Denver tonight, why it's worked. We talked about it a little, a little bit about the rebounding. I mean, there is something to – first of all, there's something to having players around Jokic that know their role. And Plumley's role is to rebound and defend and just to kind of create chaos as much as he can. And he's very good at that. Yeah, he. I mean, he cleaned up a lot. Cleaned up so many boards tonight. And one of the reasons – so we talk about stretching it out with that DHO game, bringing Jokic up at the top of the key, pick and rolls, him on the perimeter. That's part of what stretches it out. The other thing that stretches it out is Draymond Green, as good as he is as a defender, Willie Cauley-Stein, as long and as good as he is as a defender, you still have to help out. And tonight we saw the second most clutch play of the night, but besides Jokic's, yeah. one, at least in regulation, he shoots basically what I pr- believe to be a pass off <laughs> yeah. of the backboard because he drew in he drew in uh, Draymond Green. He spun on Cauley-Stein, knew Draymond Green was coming, Throws it. It looks like it's a horrendous air ball, but it turns mm-hmm. out to be an absolute oop to Mason Plumley, and that's that's what I mean. Jokic puts so much pressure on the defense to have to rotate to be vulnerable to offensive rebounders, and you have an elite one in, in Plumley. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 the when that first that lineup first debuted years ago, um, when it started off as Jokic and Nurkic, the Balkan uh, yeah. Balkan buddy ball. Balkan buddy ball, and it just didn't make sense why it didn't work. And then when we well, got rid of okay. Nurkic, that made a lot of sense. Well, but. <laughs> but we got rid of Nurkic, and then it, Mason Plumlee stepped in. And yeah. well, Mason Plumlee, the idea gets... was that Jokic is a great passer; he's weak on defense, and so you need to have a more traditional center to pair with him. But it just like didn't work, didn't work, and then it slowly started to come around. And like now, it, it's Mason's totally viable, mobile, though. Yeah. I mean, that, so in the the Balkan buddy ball. Jokic had to play the four. Yeah. It means he had to go out there and guard Marvin Williams and all these stretch yeah, fours. That's hilarious. like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Whereas with Mason Plumley, at least he has the athleticism to kind of move his feet. I don't think Plumley-Jokic is a championship duo as a starter, but I do think it's a duo that could work for 10 minutes a game, eight, yep. and then the playoffs it's like six minutes a game. Yep. But, you don't uh, want to start, you don't want to close with right. those two, but you, you can find the right minutes for them. Didn't we close with them? Well, well, yes, but you didn't like have Paul Millsap. Like, like a damn hammer. <laughs> I think they have a plus 30 net rating this year, yeah. but in extremely small sample. I think that went up tonight somehow. Let's see. How do we think Wancho leaving would impact Jokic? I think he'd be upset, but uh, he'd get over it eventually. I, yeah, He's I, got Vlatko. Pe- well, yeah. Also, people, I think, over overestimate that. You could create a locker room and an environment in which Jokic just doesn't have any friends and feels alienated, but I don't think that's the case. I think he really gets along with Wancho, mm. but I don't think he would be like – yeah, into depression. I think he'd understand. I don't think. You don't I think know. he'd be happy for Wancho if he got to play somewhere else as well. well he also, loved Mike Miller. He loved Jimmy Miller. He's got over those. Yeah, you know yeah but I mean? Jokic is mercuri- mercurial, Ooh. and so you don't know what's going to bother him. What's going to like? I don't know. Maybe that does disrupt. So I got somebody. I guess I can't say who it is in my DMs because it's a, another. It's a writer, but I've seen this one take a while, and, and I'm starting to be intrigued by it. If Denver were to part with Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. how intrigued would you be by Robert Covington? I've always been intrigued by Robert Covington. 
So um, okay, go ahead. Go. I mean, he's not a good three point shooter. Uh, is he? He's like a thirty seven percent career three point shooter. Has he been picking it up recently? No, as a on a, as uh, a career. career. Yeah. I've always liked Covington. I've always liked him on the Nuggets. His defense, his length. It's kind of what Denver needs. He's a guy who can guard Paul George. He's a thirty six percent three point shooter on his career, and he's shooting thirty six this year. So okay. Um, and he's pretty steady. He's yeah. right around that 37 to 39 every year. I like Covington. Always been a Covington fan. think this team has always needed somebody like Covington. What I like about him is I think Denver having four real bigs is always weird. Like, I think you have three bigs and then yeah. you have a stretch big, right? And he's a stretch big. He's not a real big. So it does allow you to be – you could pair him with Jokic. It works. You could pair him with uh, Plumlee, and it also works. So Is that enough rebounding with Covington rebound? at the four? Because that is a reason why yeah. you know, the Nuggets have been very well, reliant on four bigs. Because when they've played small, and when Jeremy Grant's been out there, their rebounding has suffered. Oddly enough, he averages more rebounds than than Jeremy Grant. Mm. Um, so who knows? Uh, let's see here. PJ Dozier question: Is PJ getting one of these roster spots next year? I think he is. That was one of your twenty predictions. Yeah, one of the twenty predictions, twenty-two predictions of twenty twenty. <laughs> the two are bonus. Yeah, two were bonus. One of them was about <laughs> PJ, though. Two of them had to be was the bo- Was PJ a bonus one? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so it's not a real prediction. Uh, I think Barton and Jokic are super close. Yeah, they, they are close. Yeah, I mean, Jokic, Jokic is close with most guys. Oh, man. Room. You just made me think, all I really want to happen in this Nuggets era is for Jokic to drop a track. Oh. A Barton-Jokic duet? I don't know if you call it rap duet. Do you is it a rap duet? It'd be like yeah, a, it's it'd a rap be like duet. A Jokic it's a feature. Duet. Jokic would get get like a feature. It's a rap duet, and uh, do you think that Jokic also just wants the bag? Y'all out can hang the ban- <laughs> banners? Or, or is that just, that's just uh, Barton? I did, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Get Jokic in studio, man. I want this. I, I need this. Too. I do, too. Uh, let's see here. Do you think Jokic had part in play with Barton re-signing in Denver. I mean, Barton just probably wanted to be on a good team, and I, he Bar- likes Denver. Well, and yeah. he had he had a chance to start. He was told he was going to start. Yeah, that, that was a too. big piece of it. And there's a, there actually is a third part of it, and I really believe this. Will Barton is a loyal guy. He is and a very you, loyal We're guy. talking about Wancho. Will Barton was in Wancho's shoes exactly in Portland. He was a guy that had this belief in himself to be good, but there were guys in front of him who, were they better? Was Alan Crabb better than him? I don't know. But he was in front of him, and the team wasn't going to like change it up, so he didn't get a chance. So Denver gave him that chance. They threw him a lifeline, and I think he just feels like, at least for this last contract, like, you know what? You guys are the ones that picked me. So should we start calling Wancho like, El Champion de los Pipoles? Ooh, <laughs> Champion de los Personas. <laughs> uh, can you guys talk more about that lineup that closed the game and played in OT? You want us to talk more about that lineup? Well, some people might have missed the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know that you're going to run Barton at point a lot, but I do like having him out there with you. You might okay. run He's... him a lot if, if Murray's out here in the interim. Well, so a lineup that had the lineup you had out there, but with yeah, – I guess I guess you can't you can't have everybody, huh? You have MPJ. The Plumley Jokic do I do like. I think when Millsap's in, it also works. Yeah, against, the I guys mean, that the are available better. right now – Plumhoe Jokic might be your best front court option. Let me. I'll, I'll. I'll say this actually. I have been calling for Jokic to carry the bench lineups rather than the starters for him to carry the bench, and that is actually a bench lineup. Mm-hmm. If you had Barton and Jokic carrying the bench, and then you gave him MPJ Plumley, um, is that everybody? Who else? Who else am I missing? Oh, Beasley. 
Beasley. And Beasley. El Campeón de, me, de los personas. Exactly. And you give him Beasley. To me, that five-man lineup against second units is nuclear. It just it just that, flattens. That five-man lineup is going to outscore every other second unit in the league by like 30 points for whatever Almost every. There's a couple other good ones. But, yeah, most teams, like Minnesota. People don't realize how, how bench, bad like, oh, some of these really? bench units Boom. are in the NBA. Like There are some bad bench units out there. Some really bad ones. Yeah, I would love it. Okay, Dwight Powell's now your your center in this lineup. Okay. Yikes. All right, you know, let's do it. I'm trying to see who won the game ball tonight. Oh yeah, who won the game ball? What let's was get the an vote? update on game ball? Well, let's get an update. I've got a vote here, so I'm gonna vote. Who did you take? I vote Beasley. And that's who Beasley won, huh? at forty percent, Barton thirty one percent, MPJ nineteen percent, Jokic ten. You know, I'm giving a shout out to DNVR listeners, readers, subscribers, and followers because that is a great list. I was worried Barton was gonna get like two percent of the vote because people just love. We to don't hate. only have the best fans; we have the smartest fans. We do too. have some oh, smart fans. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do an ad read. Yeah. Well, I got one more, uh, one more read here. Well, go- yeah. One more read, and then we'll go to uh, some quick lightning round. Yeah, so get your questions in now while I go this read. It's Strava. It is Strava. Hold it up, baby. Hemp-infused peace and wellness. It's a game-changing coffee. CBD-enriched coffee. If you guys have been listening to the podcast, you know all about it. Oh, my it. gosh, it smells fantastic. Helps with migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. Gus. <laughs> it decreases anxiety. I really want to call him Yeah, Gus get, get away for that. <laughs> Isn't that great? You know, take a t- smell deeply. Oh yeah, rich and tasty. Live fully. This is all natural stuff. CBD is all natural, not we, psychoactive. It's rich and tasty. We we should start doing a new segment where DNVR smells their uh, products. DNVR <laughs> like, smells. Ooh, that's a uh, queso from uh, <laughs> Legal Pete. That Pete's. is a smothered burrito. What As, would be the worst sponsor to smell? Denver Rubber Company. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got to be. It's yeah. not what you think it is. <laughs> Total Beverage probably doesn't smell great. Total Beverage <laughs> smells fancy. You crack a beer and it's. The hops, the oh my god, that was strawberry. Smell this. Smell this. This is fantastic. Smell it. Oh yeah, strawberry sky. So it does smell. You take that back. George at Symbiotax. <laughs> yeah, George at Symbiotax would be the worst one. Piper to smell. Electric. Oh no. All right, Strava Craft Coffee. Get it today. All right, let's see what we got here. Delivered for questions. straight to your door. Great. Show's Shh. getting weird after midnight. What's your half-court heave about how long Murray will be Ooh, out? We do have to do half-court heave. I don't know how long Murray's going to be out. How long do you guys think Murray's going to be out for? Well, ha- that's well, not exactly a half-court heave. That's more of a question, but can I we, do, can I we do, do appreciate what, the branding. Can we do what other shows won't ever do, which is speculate on his actual injury? <laughs> sure. I don't want to speculate. I know. You don't want to speculate? You don't want to speculate? Yeah, we have professionalism. I don't. Uh, that looked like a high ankle sprain to me. That looked like a high ankle sprain. I thought you were going to come on. I think that's what it is. What do you... I thought that was supposed to be like controversial. Yes, he rolled his ankle. No, no, but there's a difference between an ankle sprain and a high ankle sprain. High ankle sprains. Please, tank. doctor. Can we get the doctor out? <laughs> I need Doctor Weedham. Doctor. High ankle. High ankle <laughs> sprains. Doctor Okay. High ankle sprains wow. take a long time to heal. Oh, is that right? That's okay. True. We what don't is, know if it's a high ankle. Is this sprain. More I, of, of course a, we don't. Of course a, we don't. Is this a muscular injury, a tendon injury, a bone injury? What it's a high doctor? ankle sprain. It's a high ankle tendon. Like, what uh, are the tendons that we're talking about here? Uh, I believe probably it's the metatarsals and the metacarpals. Oh, really? Wow. So so great. Yeah. Co- you you. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Strava craft. I think I think it looked really bad. The vibe I got in the locker room was it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but. I don't think he's coming back, like, next game. Two, three weeks. I mean, yeah, two, two three weeks. And, and I, Denver does have the horses to do that. And assuming it is he can play or he doesn't have to come back till the trade deadline, Denver 
most trades happen at the trade deadline, the yep. day of or two or three days. Ten so minutes before. You use your depth all the way up until that point and then hope that he's good to go. <laughs> yeah, That's why you have your depth. Yeah. Well, the Nuggets win the title this year. The, here's, a, here's your half-court heave. Holy oh, God. That's, a, that's, a, that's like a, from the rafters heave right here. You know what? Here, here's the thing. I'm, I'm excited to watch the Nuggets all year. I really am. And, and I thought this first half, well, it's always fun to watch basketball in my opinion. Yeah. But I also could empathize with the casual sports fan that thought this Nuggets team hasn't been terribly interesting. They're interesting now. Michael Porter Jr. is extremely fascinating. This team now being forced to play different styles and r- try different forms in the absence of all of these guys is interesting. So will they win the title? Probably not. But you know what? We're going to get to see a lot more Michael Porter Jr. in the second half than we did in the first, I think. Yeah, I, I need to see them play Utah, and I need to see them play uh, Milwaukee. Mm. <laughs> Why Milwaukee? Oh, because the Cause title? Wow, you're really getting ahead of yourself. For the title. Okay, yeah. You know what? You're yeah. right. Yeah. I'm answering the goddamn question. Best, I, I uh, like that he can't. I'm being pragmatic and I don't want to answer until I see Milwaukee. Because I know they're getting there. I know they're getting all I the way the, to the final. I think the Milwaukee. No, I just. If we're talking about how Denver stacks up against the league. I think yeah. we have a watch party of the night they play Milwaukee. Ooh. It's probably not announced yet, so keep that on the DL. <laughs> uh, I think best, it was just announced. Uh, best yeah, comment of the year. From JB Denver Sports, DNVR is awesome. Best sports news source in Colorado, and it isn't close. This is how you. Burm, 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 burm. This is how you get read on the live on the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Mitchie coming in with his twentieth question yes. of the night. Oh, off the top rope. <laughs> Will you play pickup with me when I come to Denver? Of course. Not even a question. No question. D line. Will you play? I don't play. I'm not a basketball player. If you want, <laughs> if you want, uh, if you want to meet me at the ping pong uh, table, I'll end you. Better one-handed catcher, OBJ or Morris? Oh, uh, Jokic. Wait, what? It was OBJ or Morris. Do you under, do you even understand the, what that question is asking? Catching you? a football? Uh, just uh, a ball. My hand-eye coordination is incredible. Is it better than uh, Odell Beckham Jr.? No, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Jokic. Again, <laughs> <laughs> relative or absolute? So the right? answer is no. But so you wanted to get no. that little uh, yeah. self-plug. In. I did want to. All right, can I read uh, one very good? Uh, Read a five star. Okay, we read a five star and we'll get out of here. The the headline of this is "You Are Denver." It's already off to a good start. Dopest Denver Nuggets coverage out there. Mades is the big honey of the operation. This oh, is the only reason I'm reading this. Uh, this, is redi- this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading a letter my mom wrote me. <laughs> <laughs> big honey of the operation, controlling the narrative and pace, collective heartbeat of Nuggets fans. Mr. Wind is as steady as they come, like the Millsap Monte combo. So true. Yeah, it's so true. Not propelled into highly emotional takes, although being a word-time aficionado, I guess that's it. And then Vote gives me Willie B. Buckets vibes. So Willie B. Buckets. His takes are usually a bucket. And then Eric, yes, you got a shout-out. I got a shout-out? Eric, who would you guess you are in this this review? Uh, Charles Barkley. Eric is the strength and conditioning coach, always hyping up the fan base through threads and takes that That's come great. at you like heat checks. I'm Steve Hess. Is that a that is a five star five star review? I give that review five stars. Who, uh, that review is in the review hall of fame. Who who who, who do we have to thank for that? Uh, excellent oh yeah, review? I probably give them actually a shout out. Huh? That is Florida Nuggets. Florida, Florida Nuggets. Florida Nuggets. I love you. All the crazies. I do. Florida. I do want to clear up one thing before we get out of here. Friend of the show, Matt Moore, is in the chat right now. Oh, no. Who reported today that it's not a high ankle sprain for oh. oh, in sorry, your face. I, I'm sorry, Matt. I missed that uh, on the timeline today. But, yeah, per Matt Moore, not a high ankle sprain wow. for Jamal Murray. So we Off gotta, the top rope. 
Well, you know, listen, I don't know if I can trust that any of your taste. <laughs> I know. Well, my credibility is shot. <laughs> completely shot. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, guys, from the Winners Lounge. This was absolutely chaotic, absolutely fun, <laughs> and it was as chaotic and fun as the Denver Nuggets' oh. ridiculous win over the Golden State Warriors. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. We'll see you Thank next you. time.